You're listening to the Mile You're In podcast. Everything running related from 100 meters to 100 miles. And now here's your host, Phil Patterson Jr. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Another episode of the Mile You're In podcast. I got a good topic for you today, something that's been on my heart the last few weeks. And before I get to that, I got to shout out my continuous Patreon supporters, Becky from Miami, Francine from Pembroke Pines, and the anonymous supporter who continue to financially donate to this show each and every month on Patreon. I appreciate the support and I hope that I'm making you guys proud with the work and effort that I've been putting in lately to produce more episodes and give you value for your money (laughs) and your donations. Um, I also want to take a second to shout out the Wildcat Ultras, uh, one of, if not my favorite, ultra races. Um, Another race is coming up this Labor Day. I think that's September 2nd. Um, You have until August 28th to register. I believe there are about 20 spots left as of right now. They have a 15 miler, 50K, 50 miler, 100K and 100 miler and each get the same 40 hours to complete. So if you want the opportunity to do a race and not have to stress about the cutoff time, it's a nice two and a half mile looped course. Um, the race director, his family that volunteers, everyone there, all the runners that have showed up each year, I've been there. Just a, a beautiful example of the ultra running community. So I highly recommend checking it out. I'll put a link to the race uh, registration for ultra sign up in the show notes so you guys can check it out. But definitely consider it um, if you do participate. It's it's something you won't regret. Everyone that I've met out there has had nothing but great things to say about the race. So getting into the topic, um, I try not to be very biblical, very... I try to keep the podcast from seeming like a like a, a church Christian preaching type podcast. I try to keep it very neutral so that everyone who listens, um, you know, no one feels out of place and, and unwelcomed. Uh, but I I do have faith, and that will come out from time to time in things that I share. By the way, if my voice sounds terrible uh, on this episode, I, I don't know what's going on. My voice has has been kind of down the last couple of days i intended to record this episode a few days ago and was kind of waiting it out and it's not getting any better so i figured i'll just put this out and um, i'm sure you guys will enjoy it regardless but the bible verse that's been on my mind especially last night it really popped up after speaking to another friend um, is james 2 17 and it says faith without works is dead This verse emphasizes the importance of combining faith and action, and it can be related to both sports and life in general, which is what this podcast is all about and why I'm bringing it up. In sports, faith can be seen as the belief in one's abilities. 
the trust in the team's strategy. It, it's the confidence that one can achieve victory or overcome obstacles. However, faith alone is not enough to achieve success in sports. One must also put in the necessary work, practice diligently, and develop the skills required to perform at a high level. Without this type of work, such as training, discipline, and teamwork, faith alone will not lead to victory or success. In this context, the verse reminds athletes that their belief in their abilities must be matched by the effort they put into honing those abilities. In life, faith without works can be related to one's beliefs, dreams, or goals. It is essential to have faith in oneself and in the possibilities that lie ahead. Faith can provide motivation and hope, but it must be accompanied by action to bring about meaningful results. For example, if someone has faith that they can achieve a certain career, they need to back that faith up with hard work, perseverance, and taking steps towards that goal. Without action, faith remains stagnant and unfulfilled. Ultimately, the verse encourages individuals to align their beliefs and actions. It suggests that having faith alone without corresponding efforts is ineffective and unproductive. In both sports and life, combining faith and works is crucial for achieving success, growth, and the fulfillment of your potential. Every once in a while, we meet that roadblock in life, the obstacle that requires a little help. And it makes me think of the song by Billy Shears that says, I get by with a little help from my friends. Yes, I had to Google who sings that. I promise I didn't know that off the top of my head. But you see, I had to put in work to find that out. I could not seriously just believe that I was going to know that eventually. No matter how faithful I thought my knowledge would be to remember that, I, I, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but back to the point, these obstacles, bumps in the roads, hard times, whatever you want to call them, sometimes require a little outside help. We have to be willing to admit that we don't always have the answers. Many of us are jack of all trades, but masters of none. We get as far as we can on our own and eventually have to decide if we're willing to admit that we need help or not. I, for one, have always struggled with this. I know I'm far from perfect and my circle of friends or the running and church communities that I'm in they know that I don't, I don't ask for help unless I absolutely need to. And even then, I don't want to, but I have to put action to my faith. I did some research on this and was amazed at how accurate these reasons were and how much they described me. One was the fear of judgment. One of the primary reasons people hesitate to seek help is the fear of being judged. They worry that asking for assistance might make them appear weak incapable or vulnerable. This fear can stem from society expectations or cultural norms or just personal insecurities. Then there's self-reliance and independence. Many individuals have been conditioned to value self-reliance and independence. They feel that asking for help is a sign of weakness or that it diminishes their, their persona or their ability. As a result, they may struggle to reach out for support even when they genuinely need it. Then there's that perceived burden. Some people may worry that 
seeking help will burden others with their problems or their needs. They might fear inconveniencing others, being a bother or feeling indebted to those who provide assistance. This perception can make it challenging to ask for help even when it is necessary. Then there's previous negative experiences, such as being rejected, ridiculed, or dismissed when seeking help. These can contribute to a fear of asking for assistance. These experiences can create a sense of mistrust or a belief that seeking help is futile, leading to a hesitance in future situations. There's a vulnerability and shame that asking for help often requires individuals to acknowledge their vulnerabilities or admit that they are struggling, even when they don't want to. This vulnerability can trigger feelings of shame, inadequacy, or fear of being exposed. And these emotions can be powerful deterrents to seeking help. There's the lack of awareness or knowledge. Some individuals may not realize the extent of the help available to them, or may be unaware of how to access the support they need. They might not be familiar with the resources, services, or individuals who can provide assistance, leading to a reluctance to ask, ask for help. It's important to note that these factors can vary from person to person and situation to situation. Overcoming the fear of asking for help often requires a supportive environment, open communication, that fear of seeking assistance and fostering a sense of trust and safety. Encouraging empathy, understanding, and active listening can also help individuals feel more comfortable seeking help when they need it. I was blindsided by something in my personal life last month, something that caught me so off guard and at the worst of times. Let's just say June 2023 is going to go down as a really crappy month for me. Three pretty disappointing things occurred. One I already talked about on the last episode being the 100 miler in New York that I was unable to attend. But these had me in this in this continual area where I just had dark depression filled nights each and every night back to back. And I knew I could grind it out like I've done in the past, but I knew it was better for me to reach out. I reached out to a selective few that I felt led to. When I prayed about it and I scrolled through my contacts, I only messaged those that I felt led to. As I still deal with the aftermath, even though there is promise on the horizon, I've had some amazing people reach out to me to help me physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and a few other ways that I didn't even expect. But without me being humble enough and putting my ego and pride to the side and being able to ask for help, none of this would have been possible. They opened my eyes to different things that I was not able to see or think during this moment of just cloudy depression and where your mind is just not where it needs to be and not able to be. As an introvert, and yes, <laughs> despite my outgoing personality, I'm still very much introverted and I have my moments. I think part of it also comes from the Gemini in me because them mood swings can be pretty serious. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. 
but you mix that in with my battle with depression and anxiety it's a pretty dangerous combination at times sometimes i can easily and naturally reach out express myself what's going on ask for help ask for advice whereas other times i lock myself away from the world even when people are offering to help even when they have a solution whether it's temporary or permanent I still unfortunately struggle sometimes in those moments to allow them in. What I want to encourage with this episode is to put action to our faith. If you want to try and do it on your own, I'm all for that. But if you're struggling and it's starting to get the best of you and affect you in other areas of your life, consider reaching out to someone. We're only capable of so much sometimes. And there are people in our lives for a reason, and we should utilize those tools in our toolbox. You wouldn't want to use a screwdriver to hammer a nail. You wouldn't want to use a hammer to screw in a screw. Just like there are different tools in a toolbox, lures in a tackle box, teachers in a school, positions on a team, job positions at work, there are different people in our lives and each serves a specific purpose. Each is able to help contribute towards the main goal. One is not meant to do it all. So until the next episode, don't be afraid to be humble and vulnerable while asking for help. Everyone needs help once in a while. Just keep this in mind. When someone else is in need and you have the opportunity to be on the other end of that need, do so. I believe in karma. I believe things happen for a reason. I believe June happened in order to remind me of those in my life that truly care and truly love me. So if you're listening, thank you. Sincerely, I appreciate each and every one of you. You know who you are. Thanks for listening to the Mile You're In podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to like, share, and subscribe.